Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I should just tell you to leave because I... Know exactly where it leads, but I watch us go round and round each time. You got that jeans. Good morning to you, 11.06 here on this much-needed Friday, heading into the last hour of the show. Great to have you along for the ride, and yeah, that is Taylor Swift. I don't know that song, but I'm not a Swifty, but she uh, will be coming for the Swifties in uh, fun- 15 months. 15 months you got to wait for her to arrive in Toronto, but this is the last stop on her two-year Eras tour, and the visit... This visit is expected to inject hundreds of millions into our local economy, and we definitely need it, certainly in Toronto. We have not recovered from the pandemic. So you look at, what, six shows, 10 days, they're expecting 300,000 coming to town. So we're talking the entire town of Vaughan coming to Toronto. And people are flying in. They're, you know, Airlines already say flights are being booked. I wouldn't book my flight <laughs> this far out, given how you know, much problems we've had with airports. But the hotels are starting to book up. Uh, eating and drinking, certainly at bars and restaurants, will be a huge part of the spending. I, our GDP is expected to get a bump, hundreds of millions. And we've already seen this in several U.S. states that have had a swift play in their place. So we've got these shows, the most shows she's had along this tour. And... You know, it's a good news story. We saw the same thing happen. I don't know if you remember, but certainly when the uh, Toronto Raptors playing their championship run, the uh, GDP got a 0.2% bump. So we have not recovered from the pandemic. Will uh, Swift Onomics, Swift Onomics turn things around? Let us ask someone who is probably very happy with the news that they are hearing. This is Andrew Weir, Executive Vice President at uh, Destination Toronto. Good to have you. Good to be here. Thanks. Hard to believe, um, you know, this is a long way away, and there's so much excitement over these tickets, but people are already planning their um, their swift extravaganza. So it's a good news story all around, even if you don't like her music. This is, you know, look, it just shows you the power of major events and major drivers for the destination. I mean, this is a city where big things happen, and, and, and it... You know, it was a bit of a surprise when we weren't on the on the tour initially, just because Toronto tends to be a must stop tour stop for most most major acts. It's a large population base, one of the major entertainment markets in North America. So, uh, you know, we saw Beyonce open her tour here. But what's special mm-hmm. about this one is, first of all, I think the anticipation is just going to be enormous. As you know, you talked about fifteen months. We're going to be talking about this leading right up to it, mm-hmm. and people already planning for it. But because it's six nights at six shows, and because it's the end of the tour. That adds extra, it just makes it even more relevant and more impactful because, you know, with the Beyonce show, if you didn't see her in Toronto, you could see her anywhere else on the tour. It was still 
all ahead of her. But this is the lot. These are the last shows. So if you haven't seen this era's tour and you, I mean, assuming no more are announced, but if you haven't seen the show by then, then Toronto is your last opportunity to see it. And so that alone, I think will drive a lot of visitation here as well as the fact that you've just got those six nights and that's an, an enormous impact uh, on the city. Yeah, because the way I, I see the structure of it now, it's three shows the week before, like the I think it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then there's another few days that go by, and then it kicks up again for Thursday, Friday, Saturday of the next week. So I don't know if Taylor, I assume Taylor and her cats go home. Uh, maybe she kicks around Toronto. I, I, gonna, I doubt I, it. It, but. it sounds like everyone's going to need a little bit of chance to catch their breath for a few days before <laughs> before the second round of shows. But I've been reading, people are booking, there are some people who have managed to, like, they're expecting to go to every show. I mean, the the, the thing about this tour is you've got to have a venue that can, you know, stack about 50,000. So that's what they want. And I guess Toronto is able to do that um, with spacing. And so if they get 50 grand into each of those ven- in those shows, that's an enormous amount of people. Um, but again, yeah, it, look, it's, it's, a, it's a huge amount of people. And what we don't know yet and won't really know until that time is what the proportion is between residents and visitors. Obviously a lot of residents, a lot of people from the Toronto area are going to go to those shows. It's great. That's why you hold it in a, in a market of this size, but I don't know. Also, I think a lot of people outside of Toronto are very well, motivated to go. Was, that's my, that's the yeah. other half of the point, which is to say that, you know, Toronto is a market that people can get to. We've got, you know, yeah. more flights to and from Toronto than uh, to the U.S. than any other city in the world. And so people can get here from from anywhere, and, and they do. And that's why tours will come to a place like this. I remember a few years ago being at, a, being at the airport, and there were all these kids and teens running around in One Direction t-shirts. It was the morning after a One Direction show, and the airport that's was right. filled... So these are people, you know. I think that was at our like station. Don't just draw from the drive region; they draw from yeah. across the continent. People were flying from all over for that concert. And I think we'll see very much a similar kind of impact uh, next November. Yeah, I thought we had One Direction uh, members at our place, uh, and people which just went nuts for them. But yeah, you're right. If you're dedicated to your your uh, your musicians or performers, you will go anywhere to uh, see them. But you know, I mean, we, we need this, and I don't think one event can do it. I mean, it's good news. It wasn't going to be a thing, but it is happening. So it is good news. It's a long time to wait for such a big cash injection, but we do need to get the injection. We have not recovered, certainly, in yeah, the city look, of Toronto. For sure. It's all, it's all part of the continuing recovery. We're definitely seeing positive momentum right now, um, but we're just not all the way back. And I think it's important to to capture that nuance that we're seeing a lot, absolutely a lot of visitation is coming back, especially domestic people traveling within Canada. The U.S. travelers and some of the key international markets are a little bit slower to come back. We're probably still a couple years away from, from that full recovery. But every one of these major events, whether it's Beyonce or whether it's something as, you know, as, as substantial as the Taylor Swift closing the tour here, some of the major meetings and conventions that come to the city, hopefully some more championship sports runs that, like that you alluded to, those all help spur the recovery. And, and particularly with Taylor Swift coming in late November, that's a time of year when we could use the boost because your mm-hmm. business travel mm-hmm. is starting to wane a little bit by the end of the year. Leisure holiday travel hasn't really picked up yet. So it's a great November's a depressing to- month. Let's be, let's be honest. It's that one month that's always gray and drabby and uh, before the Christmas season kicks off. But, I mean, well, it I is a good news story, and we haven't had it yeah. November. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we could be into a federal election. So, you know, I know the Prime Minister tweeted out to get her here, but uh, he better not schedule an election for, for that time period uh, because I don't think a lot of parents would be very happy about that. Having said that, this is one event. We saw the same kind of excitement and momentum when the uh, Toronto Raptors played. It's just people spend money. They have a good time. Um, but we need more than that. And, and um, so we need more of these good news stories. But are you generally hearing that things are starting to turn around because the tourism sector, certainly during the pandemic, hit harder than than almost any any area. For sure. I mean, uh, you know, one of the things that was really taken away um, from from us across North America was the ability to get together, was to do things and experience things firsthand, first person. We had to do it through a computer screen and and travel was one of those things. And so when it started to come back, it really came back, but only parts of it did. So people were traveling, but they were traveling closer to home. And and so we really saw Canadian travel to Toronto pick up very strongly last year and continue this year. What What's still lagging behind are two important segments of the market. One is the international travel. Markets like China, that yeah. was our largest overseas market in 2019, still hasn't come back at all. It's single-digit percent compared to where it was. But also a lot of mm-hmm. the business travel. We're just not seeing the return of people traveling for a sales meeting or something like that. The conventions are starting to come back because that you can't really replicate online. You can't replicate the impact of a, of a convention or a major group meeting online, but a one-on-one meeting you can replicate a little bit more. So people that are just flying into Toronto to meet with their ad agency or meet with their head office or something like that, that you, you can replicate some of that online. And so that, that's a, a more long-term shift in business travel that's still taking shape. And, and so that's been a little bit slower to come back and, and why we think the full recovery is probably still two to three years away. But at the same time, there's momentum. And, and so it's not all bad news. We are seeing real strength in demand. It's just not all the way back. And, and I think that nuance is important yeah. to keep in mind. Well, it's all on Swift now. We'll put it all on her. you got to save uh, everybody. So. Taylor's going to help go. us. Did you, get ticket? Yeah. did you get tickets? I did, I did not, but I don't know. Maybe my mm-hmm. daughter's dead. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> you would know if they had them. So yeah. don't, you'd yeah, know because your credit card now. bill would be a lot higher. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Andrew. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for having me. That is Andrew Weir. So there you go. So even if you don't like Taylor Swift, and, and look, it's, she's not for everybody. Um, it is a boon to our local uh, economy, and they, they, they deserve it. They need it. Small business definitely needs it.